This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's up, Browns fans? This is Luke from Ireland, and you're listening to the Dogs Podcast. Let's kick this thing off. Welcome to the Dogs Podcast with your hosts, Blake Reniker, Zach Kopp, Justin Charles, and Josh All. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Dogs Podcast. If you want to get your intro on the show, head to thedogspodcast.com, tap leave voicemail on the drop-down menu. Big shout-out to Luke from Ireland. I think that was an old intro, an oldie but goodie. That's right, a classic. Uh, yeah, Lukey's actually part of our Patreon now, so we'll get into that later, but he's a fun dude. Um, as you can see, we got Justin here with us today. Yeah, absolutely. Zach's here, but we made him sit on the floor. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> Did you want to address the nation, Justin? Uh, my fellow dogs. I, you know, if we had a camera that could just lock into me. Uh, you know, I just want to address something really quick. Uh, I'm seeing a lot of uh, comments about my absence on the show and things like that. Guys, uh, I work seven days a week right now and I'm doing like nine, 10 hour days and I got two kids and a wife. So just uh, bear with me. I'm trying very hard to just uh, free up some time in my life. But, uh, you know, I'm here right now. If you want Justin to be at the show every week. Yeah. Join the Patreon. Yeah, <laughs> please. <laughs> so, please. We can, so we can quit his job. I don't like working seven <laughs> yeah. days a week, but you know, hey, if that's you want, what we got. If, if you want more of this sweet beard. Sweet beard, sweet face. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> join our Patreon. He'll be here every week. That's right. Uh, we got, we want to get into some cool things today. Obviously, Clowney signed. Uh, Browns came out and maybe changed their position on Baker a little bit. We got a voicemail to get to. Plus, we want to get to as many of your guys' hot takes that we can. Big shout out to everybody on the Patreon and everybody on YouTube who commented their hot take. We're going to uh, get to as many of the good ones as we can. We appreciate it. Before we get into everything, though, remember to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. If you're watching on YouTube, please like and subscribe. Make sure you tap the notification bell so you never miss a new episode. You can also find us on Apple, Spotify, and Google if you prefer to just listen to the podcast. Lastly, as mentioned before, if you're looking for more dogs content, head to jointhedogs.com, become an official dog pack member on our Patreon page. Um, we're going to get into some more hot takes today on that. Um, last week, we got into everything from like our favorite vacation spots to uh, our favorite sporting events we've ever been to. It was a fun episode to do. Um, coming up in this summer, we're going to have more fantasy leagues. I know somebody already joined and asked about those, so people are getting excited for that again. Um, we had two leagues last year. It'd be cool to have three, four, or five leagues, depending on how many people we have. Um, you get an extra episode every week. I'm always dropping into the Patreon just to drop my thoughts, asking opinions, all that good stuff. You kind of get, it's almost like 24 seven access to us because, um, I'm up all night because I have a, a newborn baby now. So like I might be on the Patreon any time between like midnight and 5 a.m. But then she only <laughs> sleeps an hour. So then I'm back on it again at 7 a.m. So it's pretty much 24-7 access to us. So if you want to, you know, get our opinions on more stuff, if you just want to meet Browns fans around the world, like I said, Luke from the intro is in there. He's from Ireland. We have another guy from Scotland in there. We got people from Canada. Uh, Browns backer president from Canada is big in the Patreon. So 
ton of cool people in there, Browns fans from across the world. So if you're interested in that, join the dogs.com, become an official dog pack member, help Justin quit his job. Aaron Butler, that's for you, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Our number one fan. Our number one fan from Maryland. Uh, so like we said, big news this week, exciting news for the Browns. I think news that we all kind of knew was coming, but the longer it was taking, the more it was, we we're maybe getting nervous. Uh, Clowney officially coming back to the Browns signs a one year, $11 million deal actually turned down less money for other teams to come back to Cleveland, which with his history is kind of surprising to me. Uh, yeah, well, like turn down more money from yes. other teams. Yes, yes. That's what I, I know. Tur- yeah, yeah, yeah. So we kind of, we talked about it a few weeks ago and we were like, man, it'd be nice to just get some clarity there. Cause there was a lot of question marks, mm-hmm. um, but it's fine. It's good. It's great. So the, the contracts that he allegedly turned down from other teams, that's what he was looking for was the higher, you know, that 14, $15 million multi-year deals. Yeah. He turned those down to take a lesser $11 million one-year deal with the Browns. So I don't know what those other teams were, but the Browns are a real enticing team to play for right now. Yeah, and I think the fact that Deshaun came here, he's he likes Deshaun. Mm-hmm. I guess it was reported he told Watson he enjoyed playing in Cleveland. Um, so we have him to thank a little bit. Well, for they played together in Houston, so yep. they've got that old connection. Yep. yep. So... And I think he realized, like, I mean, he kind of revitalized his career last year. Playing opposite Miles Garrett will do that for you. The Browns went and drafted Perrion Winfrey for the interior. I still don't think they're done with the interior line. Um, I think he knows, like, this is not only the best place to win, but for long term, if he has another year like he did last year, I mean, then it's going to be hard to give him these, you know, the, a bigger deal. And it for is from the Browns' perspective, it goes from question mark on the defensive line yeah. now to we're, we're pretty deep. All of a sudden you got Clowney over there. You got Winovich, you got Alex, Wright, The rookie, you got miles Garrett on the other side. You got Isaiah Thomas. We just drafted. Mm-hmm. I mean, all of a sudden edge went from a place where you're like, man, hopefully we can get some people to, we got some pretty hey, good. Okay. Our starters are pretty awesome. And we got some pretty good depth pieces in there. Um, so now that we did sign Clowney, though, a lot of the talk on the internet is what would you consider the bigger need for the Browns now? Will Fuller and Dominic and Sue are the two big names, or is there anybody else that you think is even a better fit than those guys? Do you want to start? I, I know you've got some stuff. So go ahead. Take it. Take it. I'm, uh, I'm going to go way, way off radar here, and I'm probably going to take a lot of heat on the internet. I can't, I'm not, I can't play for the Browns, man. I <laughs> yeah, we're close. We're going to just do some backyard uh, two-a-day camps and stuff. We'll get you there, Blake. So I'm hearing a lot of like Akeem Hicks and stuff like that. Um, guys that, I mean, really, really talented guys, but maybe are at the back end of things. So why don't we just bring back an OG dog or maybe one of two OG dogs? Which one? So the first one, you got Larry Ogunjobi. Okay. So he, um, he got traded to, not traded, but I guess he signed a contract with Chicago, failed the physical, um, so he's just sitting out there. I mean, he's coming off a career year in Cincinnati. I think he had seven sacks, um, 49 tackles. He led the team in tackles for loss. Um, now Chicago was going to pay him 13 and a half million. I don't think the Browns are going to pay him that, but I mean, if he's just, Do we know sitting, what he failed his physical for. Well, he got hurt in the wild card game. He, uh, had a, I believe it was an ankle injury, something along those lines. So I think that that probably has part of it, but, um, I mean, if you're just sitting out there, why not go back to somewhere familiar? Yeah. I mean, the guy 
he's he's young. He's only 27. And the other one, real, real OG, Sheldon Richardson. I know, I don't know if uh, if I'm going to win over anybody here, but the guy is a great, great run stopper. He's solid. He's a fan favorite. I think a lot of people were upset when we he was just pretty much a salary cat, you know, you know, casualty. But um, hasn't missed a game since 2017. Great, great, you know, locker room leader for maybe a win free, you know, or you know somebody like those guys. But um, last year he played a lot of edge because he pretty much stepped in for Dino Hunter when he was with Minnesota. He went down, so um, he pretty much did a three three and a half million dollar deal, something like that. Why are we calling him? I mean, seriously, why aren't we calling this guy? Well, I'll be 100% honest. I didn't know he was still in the league. <laughs> oh, he's out there, bro. <laughs> so, he's just hanging out, man. I'm not opposed to him. I like uh, Larry a lot, too. He yeah. Was, he was good in Cleveland. Yes. Um, but no, I both of those guys, I think, would be good fits. I've been on the Indomitian Sioux train now for months, like long before it was even kind of discussed. Mm-hmm. I don't even like Indomitian Sioux, the person. I think he's just like, he just kind of annoys me, but I could suck it up because I think he would be Oh, he'd be great on the great D-line. fit yeah. for this yeah. defensive line. Mm-hmm. Um I guess if you if you think if you had to pick though between one of your D linemen or Will Fuller, what's a bigger need? Wide receiver or D line? D line. D line for me. I would definitely agree with you on that. Yeah. I I've kind of moved off. I was I was more in the Will Fuller camp, yeah. you know, earlier, maybe like a month ago or so and then just kind of seeing the development yeah. of the wide receiver room. Yeah. And just thinking about what Deshaun Watson can do to receivers. And then we draft David Bell. I don't know. I'm feeling pretty good about the wide receivers right now. The only, it's my fault, Blake. The only thing that could happen is if we have like an injury or two, that that depth chart gets very, very thin, very, very quickly. But that's like for anything. Schwartz, though, takes that Mm -hmm. next step and can kind of be that Will Fuller, you know, field stretcher, you know, blow past the defense, catch the ball. Yeah. (laughs) Keep running. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Keep running. Deshaun Watson, he can throw the ball far. Keep going. Very far. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm, w- I'm with you. I would say D-line is probably, I think the middle of the D-line is probably the biggest hole, especially considering we don't exactly have like a Ray Lewis at middle linebacker to clean up any of that kind of stuff. You know, our linebackers are more of those hybrid sideline to sideline guys. I would hate for our offense to never get on the field because we give up six yards of carry between the tackles, right. between the guards. Um, so having – a run stopper in the middle, I think, would be that that'd be huge for the Browns. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as Will Fuller, I all this talk because of how good he played when he was with Watson, but since Watson left, the dude's like almost never plays. Yep, what? he barely played more than Deshaun Watson last year. <laughs> Deshaun Watson <laughs> sat out the whole season. Yeah, so he just he's such a you you'd sign him, and what are you counting on him for? Four games, five games. I mean, he got hit with the the performance enhancing whatever or whatever he is doing yeah. you know hey it's all good it's all good man He's hey, taking get your, yeah, or whatever. hey get your get your strength up man <laughs> i get Frank it thomas yeah. <laughs> and doug Flutie. i can't do it i can't do it um oh wow but uh, and then he what broke his thumb or finger or something like that with miami and i, I don't know even how many games he played with miami because I picked him up like in fantasy as like kind of a flyer, like yeah. ah, you he know, really he, ever played. I don't think he, yeah, I don't think he ever really got out there. Um, but so yeah. for me, it's Sue. What are you're and you're on the D line now too? Yeah, so I think we're yep. kind of all in agreement. What do you guys think, Fuller, Sue, or other? Who do you think would be the best fit? I think the Browns got like a roster spot or two available. You got one right now. One. Yep. So um, who would you like to see fill that spot? 
Lastly, before we get to the hot t- or I guess we got the voicemail too, but a little bit of news. We're not going to harp on this too long, but I guess it was reported today by Albert Breer from Sports Illustrated. The Browns have kind of had a change of heart. You know, originally it was reported that they didn't want to pay a penny of Baker's salary to trade him. Uh, turns out now they're saying, hey, we'll pay a decent chunk of this for a team who wants him. I think the Browns are just – they're trying to be patient, yep. but at the same time, they're like, we need to get this guy off our roster. I'm trying to use the the best like word for what I think like he is in that locker room right now, as far as his name. And I, it's almost like just, it's just kind of bad juju. You know what I mean? Like it just is lingering around every, I'm sure these guys are answering questions about it. I'm sure, you know, it, they, they're probably getting tired of reading about it. Every time I search Cleveland Browns, Baker Mayfield is like the second thing that pops up. And I'm like, my God, he's not even on our team. He won't even show up to OTAs because he's <laughs> the big, the big man, you know, like got to be the big guy in the room or whatever. But I don't know. Like, I'm just kind of, I'm done. At first I, I was kind of like, Hey, you know, Carolina just got three picks for Sam Darnold. And I think he is straight trash. It's like one of the worst quarterbacks I've ever watched in my life. <laughs> um, so I'm like, I, I, I agree with people who are like, Hey, you know, they got a second and a fourth and a six. Are you kidding me? This is our number. This is a number one overall pick. Well, we messed that pick up, <laughs> but, and it's not even that we messed it up. It's just, we've moved, we're moving forward and it'd be sweet if we could have had things work out our way. But at this point, Pay that money. <laughs> and, I, and I know, I know like Carolina and Seattle yeah. have said they're out, but also at the same time to those teams. Now I, I know I've said that I don't think Baker is a big enough upgrade to change you from like dumpster fire to playoff contender, but it's going to be hard to sell tickets going into the season. If you're starting quarterback battles between Drew Locke and Gino, Gino Smith. Smith, you know what I mean? Like yep. you want to give your fans, they, they want to have, at least a little bit of hope, you know, uh, same way your quarterback battle in Carolina is between Darnold and their rookie. Uh, and what's, uh, what's the XFL guy's name? Uh, PJ uh, Walker. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, they can say they're out on Baker and they're trying to play hardball, but at the same time, like they want to be able to sell tickets and they don't want to go one in 15. So, um, I do think Baker is a big enough, um, He's better than Sam Darnold by like he's better. Yes, he, <laughs> he well, is. The he, thing is, he is definitely better than Sam Darnold, and I I've made no bones about what I think of his talent. <laughs> he's better than Sam Darnold, no question. If you're Seattle, are you really willing to like waste another year of Tyler Lockett's career or Chris Carson, who probably doesn't have a lot of tread left, or DK, DK Metcalf? I mean, it's not like their their roster is like, hey, we're straight rebuild. It's not. No, because they got a good haul for Russell Wilson. Yeah, Noah gonna, Fant now. Yes. Yep. I mean, yeah. if you look at their receivers between Lockett, Metcalf, and Noah Fant, that's a decent. That's yeah. if you got an okay quarterback. Now the big problem too is their line is usually awful. Well, um, so but I mean, we'll we'll see if this kind of accelerates the timeline for Baker Mayfield now that the Browns have come out and said they want to pay some of his money. Um, just because Baker just needs he just we gotta get him off. Yeah, like it, Justin said, it's just there's no need for him to be here anymore. Right. I'll, um, I'll pray to Jesus every day for the next few nights. Just hoping, <laughs> please, please, Lord, make this happen for me. Hey, Browns fans, the NBA playoff action is nonstop at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet just $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. 
If you're looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during the NBA playoffs with DraftKings Same Day Parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets like which team will win, total threes made, total rebounds, and more, and boom, you have a shot at an even bigger payout. Right now, all customers can place a same-game parlay with three or more legs and get a free bet back up to $25 if one leg doesn't hit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code TPPN, bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game, and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's promo code TPPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. So then that takes us into a voicemail. I think we got a voicemail from Brown Tiger or something like that from yep. YouTube. Hey, dogs. This is the Brown Tiger again. I don't really think that Watson's going to be suspended this year because why you go suspend him when you, you can't determine if he's liable or not? And if you try to suspend him and he is liable, then and let's say you spend suspend him for, what, three games, uh, four games, and you see that he's liable on every single account, then you've just shot yourself in the foot. You're not going to be able to suspend him again because you've already suspended him. So I, I fully believe that he will play this entire season and then maybe next year get suspended. I thought he made a really good point there. It's, it's a different side of the argument that we haven't really touched on, I don't think, is because we've said, well, what if the NFL suspends him and then he's not found liable in any of the cases? Mm-hmm. Well, what if the NFL suspends him for four games yeah. and then he ends up being liable in every case? And now you just set the precedent that all those whatever cases that turned out he was liable and something like this happens with another player in the future. And they're like, well, Deshaun Watson only got four games for all that. Right. Well, I, I don't, he said he can't go back and resuspend him. Just yeah, yeah. I'm this sure they find a way. I, I was going to say, this isn't double pretty, jeopardy. I'm pretty sure it's been a while now and I had to go look, but I'm pretty sure Ray Rice only got two games and then the video came out and he never played another down. But was that a suspension or was that nobody wanted him? I'm pretty sure he got suspended. Did he get I'll resuspended? Do, do, just I'm talk pretty sure he either got resuspended or the Ravens let him go and then nobody yeah, took him. I think but that was more. It, it would be, I can't remember if he got resuspended or not, but if something like that happens, Deshaun Watson will probably, it'd be something similar. I don't foresee that happening. Now we're going to see based on suspension, the HBO thing comes out tonight. We were talking about it a little bit before. It's going to be extremely one-sided. Mm-hmm. Um, and you keep in mind all the stuff that is being said on this HBO thing tonight. It's all stuff that's already been said in front of a judge and a grand jury. Then they said, nah. Yep. Exactly. So it's, it's just the only difference now is it's going to be a one-sided interview on HBO. And now all that stuff that was said in front of a judge will now be said in front of anybody who wants to see it and yep. all over the internet. And it's just going to get real stupid. Yep. So... Now, the good thing is now his lawyer has come out and said, listen, because right now the the NFL can only suspend based on violation of the league's personal conduct policy. Well, he, he said there were only three of these 22 cases. Only three of them were, in fact, violations of the personal conduct policy, two of which were proven false by the grand jury not bringing criminal charges. Okay. So in theory, there's only one case out here that this – um, outside committee should be investigating and looking into. So to everybody saying, you know, 22 cases, Ben got six games for just one. Well, in theory, the personal conduct policy, it's, he's only, it's only one according to his lawyer. So we're going to see, we're going to see how that goes. 
interesting. I, like just based on everything, whether whether he did or did not, or he, you know, it's it's pretty much your word against mine type stuff. I just don't see any way that the NFL doesn't at least suspend it for something. Well, the good thing is, is I think if Roger Goodell was solely in charge of everything, he would have already been, been suspended done, yeah. yep. for you know x amount of time. Yep. This third party committee thing now they can recommend a suspension, and then Roger Goodell gets to pick the uh, the length, which I didn't know that when we did our last episode. So everybody who told us, thank you. Um, so basically, we got to hope that this third party person or third party committee says, mm-hmm. "Hey, there's nothing to suspend him for," and then there's nothing Roger Goodell can do. That'd be. I mean, like when I saw the schedule, I just went, "Oh boy." Oh man, we're we're gonna take at least four games. The thing here. is, this third party committee I don't think is affiliated. Like they have, no, yeah. they have no vested interest in the, you know. So people saying, well, look at the schedule. The NFL's lining Prepping, it up yeah. so to help the Browns out for Deshaun Watson's suspension. Well, the third party committee has no vested interest in the NFL or anything like that. Mm-hmm. They're they're over here, so I don't I don't find that to be accurate. No, I don't think so at all, but okay. So that brings us to the fun part of the episode. Again, we appreciate everybody who helped us out with these topics. We get into kind of like the dog days of the off season. There's not as much to talk about. We can only talk about, you know, Deshaun Watson threw a pass to Amari Cooper in camp today. So many times. Um, So we appreciate the pictures did come out of Deshaun and the all orange and And it looked good. It's it's a good look. So we, we posted out here in the Patreon and on YouTube about all you guys' hot takes. We got a bunch. I sorted through a bunch of them. We picked some of our favorite ones. We are going to get into all of your guys' hot takes on this episode. And then if you're interested on the after hours, we're going to go through our hot takes. So if you're interested in that, join the Patreon. Watch the after hours episode. So this first one. Um, the first oh, one's wait, we're going to time do. out. I'm so sorry. I forgot to mention, got to mention it this week, Memorial day weekend. Oh, okay. Sorry. We've got that free trial on Apple podcasts for the dogs after hours. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you heard about that. I don't know. Yeah. So starting Saturday, so Saturday, Sunday, Monday, you can go to Apple podcasts. You can listen to the episodes, you know, the last few episodes of the after hours audio for free, for free. Oh, that weekend. Just, cool. to, just to try it out, see if you like the after hours. And then, you know, you can subscribe to that show after that. Yep. Very so cool. check that out. It's free on Apple Podcasts this weekend. Um, the after hours episodes, in my opinion, they're super fun. Yeah, we have a lot of fun with those. So check them out. So we want to start with some Browns hot takes first, and then we'll get into kind of the like the league hot takes. This one isn't exactly Browns related, but it's AFC North related. So I went with it. And to me, this is a hot take. Mm-hmm. Um, this comes out of the Patreon. He said the Bengals are going to finish fourth in the AFC North. Listen, I'll, take? I'll, hey, I'll, I'll tell you what. <laughs> It's definitely a hot take. It's a spicy hot take. I mean, they just played in the Super Bowl. Absolutely. But would it shock me? Not really. Like, it's kind of crazy. I, the, the only thing that would be shocking to me is if Pittsburgh finished above them. I think I think Baltimore is going to be good again. Really? Like, I said I think they're going to finish last. Do you think so? <laughs> they don't have any. They have practice <sighs> squad receivers. I, I think they're going to be okay, man. I really do. Here's the thing. So, the that division is going to be tough. It's going to be very, very tough. And as much as they flashed last year. It was also, they kind of caught a lot of breaks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Especially come playoff time. Oh, yeah. They, they really did. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think? Fourth in the AFC North? Yeah, it is, it is really hard. But yeah. the, 
Pittsburgh, and you, I think you were saying before the show, they always end up winning. Yeah, it's not going to shock me. Nine, 10 games. They're going to they're gonna like, go over 500 for sure. Easy. I don't know, though. I mean, the Bengals are good. They've, they've revamped that offensive line year two of Jamar Chase with Joe Burrow. I don't know. I think they're going to be, I don't think they're going to finish fourth. Yeah. I don't agree with this. Yeah. It wouldn't shock me if any team from this division finishes fourth, including Correct. us. Correct. Like, it's that good now. Like, one game out or something, everybody's, you know. Like, I think everybody, yeah, I, I don't see anybody in this division going, you know, 3-14. and 14. I think the first place and last place in the division might be separated by a game. Do you think anybody in the division goes under 500? No. Yeah, me either. Yeah. I, no. I guess it depends on quarterback play from Pittsburgh. If, if hey, Mitch comes out and starts, they did okay with Mason Rudolph a couple years ago. Yeah, you know? no, yeah. And here's I, my thing: is Big Ben was. I almost forgot we were on the after hours. <laughs> Big Ben Leave was that out, man. terrible last year, awful. Yep. And they made the playoffs. Mitch Trubisky is going to be better than what Big Ben was last year, just simply for the fact that he's not a statue mm-hmm. and he can move, and his arm's not dead. Yes. So even if Mitch Trubisky doesn't take the leap like the Steelers are hoping and he's just what he was in Chicago, that's still better quarterback play than they had at any point last year. Yep, I agree. And they made the playoffs. So I just think the Steelers, I think the Steelers are going to be tough. Their defense is going to be tough. Um, Najee Harris is good. Yeah, They got pickings. I just think the Steelers are being slept on a little bit in the division. Yeah. I think the Bengals, they have the offense they had. They updated their um their offensive line and their defensive secondary. That's why to me, I picked the Ravens to finish last. I know they had a great draft and their defense is going to be good, but you have to be able to score points Mm -hmm. and they have nobody to throw the ball to outside of Mark Andrews. And even if they did, I mean, we talk about all the time. Lamar is not the passer that you need like a Josh Allen or some of these other guys to go in these high scoring matchups and, and shoot it out. Yes, they're going to have to keep game. In my opinion, the Ravens are going to have to keep games close. Close and and low scoring. Yes, because, and again, Lamar is electric with the ball in his hands when he runs. There's no doubt, but he's one twisted ankle away again from being irrelevant. Yep. And it's just, I just don't think you can lose your number one receiver. They were completely inept on offense last year. And I know that they lost their running backs, but... They, they were so inept the last half of the season last year. They're eight and three and basically like lost out, right? Yeah, I think so. So I just don't see how you overcome losing your number one. And you can tell me that Hollywood Brown wasn't your number one. Yes, he was. He a hundred percent was. Absolutely. He was. So yeah. unless Bateman makes like the huge leap, which I just don't see happening when you have a quarterback who's not exactly like a precision passer. We've seen in Cleveland what happens when your quarterback isn't the type to elevate the receivers. I mean, I'm sorry, Lamar Jackson does not elevate his receivers. No. He elevates the offense and the run game and all that. Right. But he does not, yes, he doesn't elevate receivers. Correct. So, the, if I'm picking a team to finish fourth, it's the Ravens. And I think that's also a hot take. I think if, yeah, to pick, oh, for sure. I think Absolutely. picking any team in the North to finish last is probably going to be considered a hot take. If I had to guess, the Steelers are probably like the favorite to finish last. Yeah. But I just think that Mitch Trubisky... I think they're going to start Mitch Trubisky. I don't yeah. think Pickett's going to start. I, I think they, they brought in Trubisky to at, to at least give him a chance. Mm-hmm. And Kenny Pickett, I think, is almost like a security blanket. Um, you got to develop the guy. Yeah. Dude, why yeah. would you even, you know, like, don't get me wrong, I'm sure the kid's talented and everything, but 
like they're not the kind of franchise just be like, hey, we took this guy. He's going to need a little bit of work, but we're in a tough spot. So let's just throw him out there. That's why you brought in Trubisky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, no, I, I don't think the Bengals finish fourth. What do you guys think? Um, I know like Ravens fans are going to be cussing me out because oh, I picked them to finish goodness. fourth. Like, <laughs> calm be down. 700 comments. Yeah. And <laughs> the phone never stop vibrating. Calm down and go watch a Ravens podcast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Hey, Browns fans, here's a little gift-giving wisdom from Omaha Steaks. Dads want steaks. And with Father's Day right around the corner, there isn't a better gift than Omaha Steaks. Go to omahasteaks.com and type in dogs, D-A-W-G-S, in the search bar and order the Dads Want Steaks package today. For just 99 bucks, this limited time package includes 16 mouth-watering entrees that your dad is guaranteed to love. They got the smoky, tender, bacon-wrapped filet mignons, gourmet jumbo franks, air-chilled boneless chicken breasts, and for a sweet finish, delicious caramel apple tartlets. I'm getting hungry just thinking about them. And as a special gift for our listeners, when you go to omahasteaks.com and search the Dogs Podcast in the search bar, order the Dads Want Steaks package, and you also get eight free Omaha Steaks burgers. The burgers are full of bold, beefy flavor made from 100% Omaha Steaks, and they're now bigger than ever at a whopping six ounces. Don't wait. Send dad more than just a gift. Send him an experience of love and that he can share with you. Go to omahasteaks.com, type dogs into the search bar, order the dad's one steaks package today, and you'll get those 16 entrees, four desserts, plus the eight free Omaha steak burgers today. Omaha steaks isn't just steak. It's the best steak of your life, guaranteed. That's omahasteaks.com. Search dogs in the search bar. So the next one, and this, to me, this is a hot take. This is, whoever said this might be a little drunk. Um, Harrison Bryant wins the starting tight end job over in Joku. That's a I, very spicy, spicy I don't know take. what about Harrison Bryant's career so far has led you to believe that. And I think there's a chance that they could technically both maybe be considered starters because with getting rid of Hooper, he's uh, Bryant's definitely tight end too. For sure. So, but I just don't see a world in which Harrison Bryant takes over Njoku this year. I think Njoku, a lot of people, he's kind of like the, I guess, the the sexy pick to be like one of the top tight ends this year. Yeah. My thing with this hot take, and I'm not going to say that I don't see any world where this is possible, because I do see a world where Njoku just does not take that next step that everybody thinks he can, that I think he can too, but... You've seen him struggle in the past with some drops here and there, and then he kind of disappears at times. I, who, who's to say Harrison Bryant doesn't take a massive leap in his third year? Tight ends usually take up to you know third or fourth year to really get going in the league, so this could be that year. Uh, and you've I, seen I'm not saying I set. think this is going to happen, but I'm saying right. I, do, I, I see where it's, it's not. It's, I see. I know what you mean. Like it's not completely insane. Like, and who knows? Maybe Najoku goes out there and rolls an ankle and sits out four or five games. Like we saw Harrison Bryant. Be reliable. As a rookie, he <laughs> caught how many touchdowns he catches a rookie? Oh boy, I don't know, man. Jeez, it was a, me, it was a, a quite a few, I think. Let me do some. What do you consider quite a few? I thought he had what five or six, maybe. He he has the ability and the potential, but he he's been, in my opinion, wildly inconsistent so far to this point in his career, and I think we've gotten to the point where Njoku's starting to. Be more consistent. Mm-hmm. So it would it would be crazy. That would be, in my opinion, something nobody saw coming if this happens, except for this guy. That's a hot take. Uh, three touchdowns, buddy. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> I thought I could have sworn he had two games where he had multiple. 
maybe over two seasons. <laughs> <laughs> All right, maybe I was watching had, somebody else. Yeah, now like to defend you, bro. Our entire roster last like last year was inconsistent. Like, I mean, the defense stepped up, but like we were so up and down. Like, I literally. Sunday became a dark place for me. You know what I mean? Like I, so to me to go, he's kind of been disappointing. Like obviously we've hit on a lot of good picks and stuff like that. And we've put some great talent on the field. I just think that our offense is going to be, it's going to be very, very good. Um, and he's going to, Watson's going to air the ball out. I think a lot. I, I agree. A lot. And then Joku's just, if he can just tap into, I mean, he's an athletic freak. He has, all the potential to be a Kelsey, a um, dude from Niners. Why am I Kittle? Uh, Kelsey? Uh, uh, no, Kittle, Kittle, yeah, a Kittle, Kittle, a Waller. He's mm-hmm. got. I mean, he's got that in him. He's just got to do it consistently. And I think the quarterback this year is going to help a lot with that. He's the our quarterback is going to take so much pressure off so many people on our offense. Yeah, it's going to be it's just, going to be different. Just the threat of him running takes so much pressure off these guys. These DBs now are going to have to be locked in on the backfield to make her Watson will kill you. Yep. And that's when, you know, your guys start running through the zones wide open. So that that's definitely a hot take. That's the kind of hot take we were looking. I think you might be insane, um, but we'll see. I don't, I think in Joku, I think Amari Cooper and David Joku could end up being like a, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill light this year. I'm not going to say they're going to be as explosive because those guys are like Hall of Famers, but I think like we could see that kind of combination out of Amari Cooper and David Njoku this year. The nice thing is compared to what the Chiefs have been rolling out the last few years, we have better supporting receivers. I mean, I think DPJ is better than who who's the Chiefs' second best receiver? Juju? No, 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 last year. Oh, last year. like uh, Nicole Hardman? Yeah, they had Hard- Hardman, they just got, they Pringle. Just got, they just I mean, got speed guys. Yeah, right. So, um, so then that takes us into the next one. We're rolling right through these. This is another one that is going to make, I think the Browns would be pretty disappointed if it happened, <laughs> uh, considering they just made this guy the highest paid corner in football history for about a week. Uh, this says Greg Newsom outperforms Denzel Warden becomes cornerback one for the Browns. Yeah. Also, <laughs> You guys are, these are good hot takes. Uh, this, we, you want to get that reaction where you go, Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> what time did you send this comment in and what were you doing? Uh, so I guess my question is, what do you consider outperform? Because good, good could, point. could Greg Newsom have more picks yeah. than Denzel Ward this Cor- year? Yes. Yes. But because I don't think Denzel Ward will get thrown at. Right. Right. They're That's target exactly Newsom. what I was thinking. You know yep. what I mean? Yep. So what do you, what is outperformed? Because a lot of time, a lot of people think uh, Diggs from Dallas was great last year. He was historically awful they just except for the interceptions. Yeah. He mm-hmm. gave up so many yards. He was statistically like the worst corner in history, but he had, <laughs> but he had interceptions. So, um, I think you've seen the last few years and which is why the Browns paid him Denzel Ward and like press man. He is one of the best in the league. Uh, he held Jamar chase, Justin Jefferson and Devonte Adams to some of their lowest outputs whenever he was the sole defender on them. Um, Greg Newsom is great in my opinion. You know, it was, it's, it's, it's a funny thing to think about, but when you pay a cornerback big money, like the Browns just did with Denzel Ward, you're paying him hoping that he doesn't have a lot of stats. Yes. Yep. Because like, he's not getting thrown at, like yep. you said. Darrell Revis. Yeah. Darrell Revis never had a 
a ton of picks from what I remember because it was called Rivas Island. He yeah. just literally sat over there and it was like a track meet. They just ran up and down the field together all game and talked to each other because the ball wasn't coming that way. <laughs> it was it was cross country practice for them on that side of the field. And that's gonna well, that's kind of what I envision for Denzel Ward. I think like if Greg Newsom He's going to have to be on his game because I think he's going to get targeted so much more than Denzel Ward's going to get targeted. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Now that being said, I think Greg Newsom is if he if he elevates his game from where it was last year. I mean, we could have two very very good corners because Newsom was a dog last year. I think there's kind of a, a hot take and a hot take here because I, I agree with you. Like, like exception? Yes. <laughs> yes. Will the needle stop spinning? You don't know. Um, like for me, I think if you just take those two guys, I think Denzel Ward right now is skill set wise, just it's leaps and bounds ahead. I mean, we're talking about a, this is going, he's going into his second year and don't wrong. Like you said, he's awesome. He's great. I think it's even possible that Emerson might jump up there and be competing for time with Newsom. Like I really, really think this kid is legit. If you, he played in the sec and shut guys down. Yeah. Like, and his, his forte is press man. Yeah. Yep. That, and now, I mean, in, you know, we're trying to get Martin Emerson on the show, by the way, Martin, not to brag. <laughs> so yeah. everybody knows him. Put it yeah. yeah. I called him today. No, not, no lie. No bull. But Flip that out. He, he, he didn't answer. So if you guys know him, tell him I'm trying to get a hold of him. Uh, <laughs> Not for a house. No. Unless he wants to buy one. Um, but for real, we, uh, I think between, and then we still got greedy. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, the Browns, de- you, two years ago, the Browns defense was laughably bad. And all of a sudden uh, we're looking at it going depth, depth, holy depth. crap. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like who, who, Where's the weak link? It's D tackle. Yeah. And I don't want to read in the comments people saying, oh, you guys think Newsom sucks. I am not saying that. No. I am saying this kid is going to continue to elevate his game, but I'm saying they are putting pieces around these guys that are, I mean, good luck. Hey, have fun throwing it to anybody. Yeah, I think Greedy Greedy Williams has a chance to be like a really solid corner this (laughs) year, and he's maybe the fourth best one. Yeah. That's crazy. And then you think about the safety group we got out there. (laughs) I mean, geez. Yeah, so uh, um, I do not think Greg Newsom outperforms maybe more interceptions, but as far as like your your second level stats, Denzel Ward's so polished. I mean, he just yeah, I agree. He's he's the man. He's a multiple time Pro Bowler, high, second highest paid cornerback ever for a reason. Yeah, um, I mean it's the Warden. Come on now. Yeah, let's be just real. Just go guys. watch that play where he slides under the tackle. Yes, the corner for or the receiver from the Bengals and makes it. T- I mean, I could watch that play on repeat. Yep. I know it's only one play. You don't make a career out of one play, but that he's play. got some other plays. That, yeah, that's football IQ though. That's yep. just being smart and creative yep. on the football field. Um, so then this last one that is Browns related, uh, DPJ makes the Pro Bowl. To me, uh, that is a little bit. That's a hot take. Uh, yeah, it's a hot take. It is a hot take for sure. A hot take. I don't. I don't agree with. No, <laughs> I don't either. Um, and not because I think DPJ is bad by any means, but go look at the receivers in the AFC. Yeah. You first of all, just look at your own team. Yeah. Um, you have Amari Cooper, and then you have go down. You got Tyree Kill, mm-hmm. and then you have um, yes, Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs. Mm-hmm. Um, Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase. Who knows T. Higgins? I don't know. Yeah, I, mean, I just, there's too many. 
And there's a chance DPJ is going to be the third wide receiver on our team, or at least third option between Cooper and Joku and then him or Cooper Bell, depending on how, you know, how he fits in. Um, so it's just, I look for DPJ to kind of be like our Will Fuller that year that, you know, Will Fuller's best year. And even that's not Pro Bowl stuff. It was good, but it's not Pro Bowl. Mm-hmm. So I think it, it would, Cooper's going to have to get hurt for that to become a reality. And even then, I think then it's an uphill battle because he see a number one corner. Say, don't forget Devonte Adams. Is that is game. exactly oh, no, what I was saying. <laughs> that's one of the things. I, that's fine. That's yeah. fine, man. No, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. no. You're, no, it's all good. That's just one of those guys. Um, and then the other thing, man. Like, don't be surprised if David Bell might outperform DPJ just based on opportunities, just based on work in the middle, like as. I, I keep reading it, and you guys have brought it up a couple of times uh, while I was on uh, vacation, apparently, you guys thought, <laughs> for months on end. Uh, but, you know, like, David Bell's going to be, get, uh, he's going to be the new Jarvis Landry, basically. And they're going to use him a lot. They're going to make plays specifically for him. And then Deshaun Watson is our quarterback again. Hopefully. <laughs> please, God. Please, God. Um. So that that is our Brown centric one. Then we had a couple uh, just from around the NFL that we wanted to get into uh, some good ones. I think this one's a hot take. A lot it says Seattle will have a better record than Denver. That's a hot take for sure. I guess I guess the way it was actually worded was that Seattle will have two top ten picks, and their own pick will be the lower one of the two because they have Denver's first round. I just make your point about the divisions. Okay, so. Yeah. What all I said about this was, yeah, you know, Denver, tough division, right? Hey, Seattle also plays in a incredibly dif- difficult division. They have all oh, the Super Bowl champs, all oh, 49ers. They're pretty good. Arizona's loading up again. So to me, like Seattle is at the bottom and they're they're in in the trash in the bottom. Like yeah. they're at the bottom. They their pick is going to be very high. <laughs> <laughs> I completely agree. Um, now I know, like, I don't know, for some reason, a lot of people are kind of like selling Russell Wilson being good in Denver. I don't know why. Um, but well, who are those people? I'll yeah, buy, I'll just, buy, I'll now. buy all the stock. I'll buy all the stock in that. Now I will say this. I think Denver in that division, I think Denver might finish fourth in their division, but it'd be like Cincinnati finishing fourth in our division. Yes, I think, gonna, you know, yeah. it's going to be, they're all going to be close. They're all going to be good. I think Seattle's going to be bad. Very, yes. very bad. Especially. I don't care what you say. If you are rolling out drew lock or Geno Smith, you are F U would like, What's that spell? <laughs> I don't know. You missed a letter though, but yeah, um, that's fine. There, there are, <laughs> there are a few divisions in the NFL where you can, before the season even starts, you can point out and say, that's the last team in that division. Yeah. You that's, know. that's your three and 14 team. Yes. That, that's it right there. Like yep. to me, I, I don't know. I mean, it's just like uh, NFC North uh, Detroit that they're going to be down here. It's just yep. sorry. Yeah. I hope not. Way, Cause I like, I like what they're doing. You yeah. think Detroit's automatically finishing fourth. You don't. Do you think Minnesota's better than them? Or you think of Chicago? Chicago. I mean, who knows? The Packers were very dependent on Dante Adams. Very dependent. Either way, I'm with you. That's a hot take, bro. Detroit uh, over Green Bay. That's a real (laughs) legit. I'm (laughs) gonna pass out. Does Jamison Williams play a decent amount this year? I think he missed. I don't know. I think Uh, he's gonna have to miss. Dave Brown balled out last year. Um, Who else? Detroit had another good draft. They have DeAndre Swift. People forget about that. Um, they just drafted Aiden Hutchinson. Hutchinson, yeah. I do like him. Yes. Um, yep. 
The Packers got worse. Chicago, I mean, Chicago's a dumpster fire. So, I think that's the team that I don't know. I think Minnesota wins that division. Okay, I picked the wrong division as an example. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I, I know. We promised we weren't going to do this either. Yeah. We beat each other up over yeah, some hot right. takes. We talked yeah. about this. Idiot. Said, yeah. Oh, my God. I'm out. No, I'm just um, Let us know what you guys think uh, with that. I think Denver could finish last in their division and still have, like, seven more wins than Seattle because they're going to finish last in their division by – a lot. It's fair. A lot. That's, uh, that's fair. Yeah. It's absolutely fair. Who knows? Things happen. Things get crazy. I don't know how big we are on the West Coast, so maybe Seattle fans won't get too mad at us. But I just, <laughs> Or they're just going to watch us and say, yeah, they're right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're going to be terrible this year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, we know that feeling. Yeah. My whole <laughs> so, life for the yeah, most part. Well. So, and then this last one we want to get into before we wrap things up. To me, this one's just kind of ridiculous. The Patriots will finish last in the division. See, and that's the division I wanted to use as an example because, come on, the Jets suck. Yeah. Don't you think? <laughs> so, if you look at if you I know, read reports, I know they had a good draft or whatever. I know but. they had a, so they did have a excellent draft. Their their first four picks, I was like, they're oh, loading up. Holy crap! Hey, they got some skill. They got some nice players. But to me, four guys or four guys plus a couple of nice pieces here and there do not turn that situation around. It makes it better. They're gonna be they're gonna be a competitive team. Sometimes, but, but, <laughs> but not against Buffalo. Sometimes. I think the Patriots are better than them. And then Miami, who knows? Like, I think it all just depends on Tua. Like, yep. does, does Tua take that step? Or is he, he does. Yeah, they, they're going to be okay. Because yeah. they got, I don't know if anybody paying attention. Miami's putting some pieces together down there. They got Hill. We were talking about they picked up Raheem Moser. They're, they got some nice pieces. They got pieces. a good running back room now. And they've got Waddle <laughs> yeah. to go with Waddle, Hill, which is, is uh, They traded away Parker, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They, still uh, yeah. Got, they got Tyreek Hill, Waddle, and Gusecki. Yeah. That's solid. Yeah. So um, the, the my problem with this is the Jets were not only very low on talent last year, but their entire coaching staff, and okay. I like Robert yeah. Sala, yeah. but they seem so lost. So unless these guys really hit the books, yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah. they're, they're going to really, like it's going to click this year. They have so much more than just talent to worry about. It, is their coaching even good enough? Yep. You know, do they even know how to run an organization? Because at times last year it was like, no. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I just, to say that they're going to be that, and you're putting a lot of stock in Zach Wilson. That's it. Yep. 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 Because I like, and you're putting, Garrett Wilson is great. He's a rookie. So not too many times do people have like the Jamar Chase effect. Right. You know what I mean? So you're putting a lot of stock in Garrett Wilson to come in and do that. Well, and Zach Wilson is not Joe Burrow. No. So it's just, and I know the Patriots offensively don't have a ton of talent. It's still the Patriots. They're still going to be like one of the best defenses and they're going to do, you know, this week they'll run the ball 50 times. And the next week they'll throw the, the whatever it takes. Um, losing Josh McDaniels does hurt. Mm-hmm. I think so. So we'll see, but I just, they they got nice pieces. The thing, if you look at their roster, I I, I completely agree with Matt Jones showed all the like like signs of being a competent NFL quarterback. Have you last seen him, bro? No, at camp. I guess he no. trimmed up, bro. He's fit, really. No dad bod. He's yeah. He's, he's ready. To he go. showed up. Like everybody's like, holy crap. He's not smoking cigars anymore. Just <laughs> eating hot pockets, whatever he's doing. Yeah, I, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think New York is getting closer. You look at their offense and you're like, there's some nice, there's some really, really solid. I, I just looked it up and I'm like, holy crap, they're a little, probably a little better than I thought they were. 
because they, they they're right receiver the running back. Did they got Bruce Hall. Bruce Hall. Yes. Yeah. That, and, and, and Michael bit. Carter is solid. Is and solid. they have Tevin Coleman. I mean, they got a nice running back room. Their receivers, they got Corey Davis, who Blake thinks is one of the best receivers that have ever graced us. If he ever plays, <laughs> yeah. he ever on the field. And then don't forget they have Elijah Morris, though. And he's very, very good, too. Yeah. Yep. So hey, who knows? For you Madden fans, do they have Carter Landry? No. <laughs> he's the made-up tight end on Madden. He caught, like, he had 2,500 receiving yards for me this year. Oh, wow. <laughs> good for <laughs> you. <laughs> um. That's just a Madden joke. I'm sure we have some Madden fans out there who did the My Face of Franchise or whatever it's called. Um, so those are the the hot takes we wanted to get into. Just in case you guys were wondering, quarterback B. Renneker for the Jets. Hall of Famer after one season. I'm going to say, <laughs> make sure we go back to that because I have something that I would like to say, but we're going to save it for after hours. Because <laughs> if I say it on this show, well... YouTube's well, probably going to email Josh and say, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> um, you can't monetize this. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we're all about them Benjamins. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Dead presidents. That's why. That's why. Yeah. That's why I work, you know, every day of the week yeah. <laughs> by, by force. Um, so that wraps up all the hot takes. Let us know what you guys think. Um, again, thank you guys for all of them. And we, if you sent ones in, we didn't use them. It's just because we're running out of time. We're not going to do a four hour episode. Uh, I got them saved on my computer, though. So we'll come back to some of them. Uh, down the road let us know what you think of them in the comments we're going to go on to the after hours show now and we're going to do our own personal hot takes so if that interests you guys uh, i know we got some good ones for there uh join the dogs.com so you can jump in and do the after hours don't forget this weekend for memorial day if you prefer to just listen and you don't want to subscribe to the patreon you can jump onto apple Podcasts and listen to the after hour shows for free saturday sunday and monday that's a good deal um and then if you like it then going forward, you can either subscribe on Apple or you can just jump in the Patreon, listen to the after hours, and then play fantasy football with us in a couple months. And if you're grilling out, get those Omaha steaks. Yeah. Yes. Omaha steaks. Um, they've been a big hit our first month. So that's awesome to everybody who's ordered Omaha steaks. They're delicious. Um, I think that's pretty much it for us. Maybe the next time we talk, Baker won't be on the team anymore. Um, maybe we'll have a decision from the NFL after this HBO thing. Um, so we'll see how things go, and we will see you guys all next week. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Dogs Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on Twitter at The Dogs Podcast and become an official Dog Pack member and join the dogs.com. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.